Hello and welcome to the Coach Me podcast. My name is Nadine Stille, founder of Coach Me and your podcast host. I'm super happy you've tuned in for this special panel episode as we explore how to get our mojo back after dealing with this pandemic for more than a year now. During this episode, we explore what mojo means to different people and hear real life examples how our coaches found their mojo back. We get tips and learn about different resources to get us back on track. And of course, we get to reflect on our own situation with some standout coaching questions and inquiries. I'm honored to have the following coaches share their experiences, expertise, and insights with us. Confidence coach, Joanna Lee, career and leadership coach, Debbie Jones, leadership and flourishing coach, Aris Tsai, and early career and confidence coach, Laura Dunn. Before we tune in, I'd like to acknowledge that if you've been really down for a long time, we'd encourage you to seek supplementary support from a therapist on a regular basis. So let's hear how we get our mojo back. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hey, I'm super excited. Today, we're going to talk about uh, finding our mojo back. Yeah, I, I kind of pose that question right to you. It's like, what does it actually mean, finding your mojo back? David, do you want to start on that? What, what does it mean to you to find your mojo back? To me, your mojo is your energy and your spark and your enthusiasm. And sometimes I think we just lose it for one reason or another. It's our confidence in the way we project ourselves in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Anyone else? Any, any thoughts on that? Iris, do you want to go? Yeah, um, I'm really echo what Debbie just said. I would add that it, sometimes it's about motivation. It's that clear sense that I'm gonna go through it without even believing that you, you have a track record of, of having accomplished something. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Thank you. Laura, Mojo, what does it mean to you? Yeah, I, I actually, I looked it up in the dictionary because I was intrigued. What is the real <laughs> meaning of Mojo? And it was really interesting because it, apparently it comes from uh, West Africa and actually means magical power or magical spell. And so as I was kind of reading through it, the, the words that really jumped out to me was magnetic energy. And I think that kind of, that sums it up for me. It's like the state of energy mm -hmm. that feels really inspiring. It's you're feeling motivated, positive, and it's kind of has this momentum that builds up with mm -hmm. it as it goes. So it's like energy that kind of hooks onto energy and, and, and so on. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Something that multiplies, right? So it's, okay, cool. Well, I love that you, you looked this up and you enlightened us with the official version of it. <laughs> Joanna, what does it mean to you? Yeah. Oh, I love what Laura said about magnetic energy. And I definitely think it is a form of energy. It's what I would best describe as a spark. It feels like having that spark in your everyday life and makes you want to get out of the bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. A few weeks ago, or actually just a few days ago, I came up and was like, hey, let's, let's talk about 
finding your mojo back. And you were super interested right away and said, yeah, I want to, I want to talk about it. So maybe Joanna, you can keep going right away and, and tell us a bit about what, what brought you here? What, what made you say, yeah, I want to be part of this podcast episode. Amazing. I actually did not know I was one of the first ones to respond. And that's, that's cool. Yeah. It's really what's been happening for me is that I'm definitely being on a journey to get my own mojo back. I am a new mom to a nine month old. And for those who had children, you will probably know that the beginning of motherhood can be very, very tough uh, with sleep deprivation. And you're dealing with something that's completely unknown and often Oftentimes, there's a feeling of a lack of control. And for a lot of us, uh, it's like we were this like glamorous career women, you know, in like uh, kicking butts in the adult world. And all of a sudden we're reduced to diaper changes, feeding and like, you know, around the clock and you're caring for this like screaming baby. So it's definitely, you know, obviously there are joys to all of this watching a little one grow up, but at the same time, it's definitely very, very different <laughs> from the life that uh, I used to have. So mm-hmm. That definitely I've been on this journey of trying to find myself back and finding that spark back, bringing that back in my life. So when this topic came up, I was, wow, I'm very interested in hearing what everybody else is going through and how, you know, how are they bringing back their mojo? And I have a few things to share as well, like on the things I've experimented. So that Mm -hmm. kind of prompted me to participate. Okay, cool. Thank you. Iris, do you want to go next on this one? What what made you sign up? Yeah, thank you. Um, so for me, it's kind of like Joanna. It comes from personal experience of losing my mojo or feeling that way. So just very quickly, I finished uh, graduate school last year. And even though on the surface, it looks like it's a great accomplishment and I got lots of different options. However, those options become overwhelming for me. I'm kind of confused about which one is best for me. Like, can I succeed in, in any one of them? And surprisingly, it was hard to find motivation to try them out. And like Joanna, I, I kind of embarked on my own journey of inviting that mojo back into my life. And um, I, I would say that it has been getting way better compared to before. Uh, so I would love to share that experience. And apart from that, I have just always been an advocate for building resilience. In, in education in the workplace and I think mojo is, is uh, related to how we can bounce back from uh, adversity right mm-hmm. okay cool thank you thanks for sharing um Laura what brought you here for me it just really resonated I think you know it's a conversation what I hear a lot you know through coaching and just through conversations is just this kind of general feeling of meh right now. It's like, oh, I just need to kind of pick myself back up. And after the year that we've had, plus the fact that we're in winter, you know, the, the nights are darker. It's a kind of normal time of year to maybe feel like a little bit uninspired after the January inspiration, we kind of go through this dip. And so I'm just, I hope that whoever's listening today can take away maybe like one or two ideas of things that they could try out just to feel a bit, bit inspired. And I think the other thing that's kind of been going through my mind is 
I don't know if mojo is like a prolonged state of energy. I think the more I think about it, it's right now for me, at least it's those little moments in the day where you feel more energized um, and just catching them. And so just to kind of frame this discussion in that too, it's, it's, it may not be something that you kind of sustain for a number of days that like we go through so many different emotions every day. So I think for me, just personally, it's people need to talk about this topic right now and, and they're thinking it's on their minds. You know, how do I get, how do I get re-inspired and motivated? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Very, very much what has been said already, but I also think it's things that sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. It's often not a state where you've totally lost it. It might just be in some areas. I see it at the moment, like has been said, you know, the pandemic and 2020 was a tough year and or 2021 will be better. And all of a sudden it's January, it's February, it's cold, it's dark, it's things haven't changed as much. But people will find their spark in some areas and not in others. So um, to echo what Laura said, hopefully somebody listening or people listening will find something that will work for them. Yeah, and I mean, it's everyone's circumstances are valid on their on their own terms, even without the pandemic <laughs> hitting, right? So um, to then have that going on as well on top of it, have that layer of the pandemic can be quite impactful. So maybe, um, Debbie, we can continue right away with you and you share um, maybe what got you through a recent, you know, dip in, in your mojo. How did you find your own one back I like to look at the future. I like to sort of plan for the future so I know that there's something good coming up, even if that's just getting excited on a Monday for what takeout I'm going to have on Friday night for dinner. <laughs> Sometimes our world shrinks a bit. But I think it's all about that forward looking and, and having something to, when you're, not, you know, when you're not feeling as energetic or as enthusiastic as you are, but something to look forward to. So for me, the forward looking and planning is, is a way to help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone else wants to share how they found their mojo back. Maybe I can jump in because there's yeah, something cool. really cool. Debbie was talking about um, the psychologist uh, like to mention this concept of savoring. And what you just mentioned is the anticipatory savoring, looking into the future. But on top of that, you can also savor the present, right? Even little things like Joanna appreciating her sweet baby sleeping peacefully. That is uh, a way of just us kind of uh, instilling that sense of contentment within ourselves as well. And and sometimes going backwards, looking at the past, maybe a year back, um, me and my my classmates, we were just on a, a WhatsApp group sharing photos from exactly a year ago when we were in Philadelphia visiting a museum and it just brought me so much joy. So on that note, uh, maybe on my own case, how I felt I managed to get my mojo back this year was that I let myself just sit on it, not trying to go really, really far, but instead become present to that sense of confusion and also to to stop to smell the roses that like we just said. And another important thing is I think sometimes when we don't have enough information about the direction we're going into or we haven't tried that, we can become a bit paralyzed. What I found really helpful was talking to people who have been there, done that, to listen to their perspectives. And I kind of 
just from getting all those perspectives, it loosened the grips on some of the assumptions I've made about each particular path. And, and I managed to, we, we call it the re-goal, re like change the goal that I originally set for myself. So I'm very flexible with that anymore. Mm -hmm. And and now I have way more clarity. And I, I think that magic that uh, Laura mentioned is, is coming back. Hmm. What I actually hear from that, and please correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, is basically also take, just giving yourself permission to be and take the pressure off of, I need to do this right now. I need to find something or needs to, yeah. it needs to work rather than, okay, let's explore and maybe yeah. take the, the foot off the pedal a bit. Is, is that what you? Yeah, absolutely. I think the word permission is just so powerful permission to, to be wrong, to, to not know the answer mm -hmm. and, and to be confused. Uh, I think we're just so hard on ourselves sometimes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Laura, what brought your mojo back? I just want to kind of acknowledge what, what, what both Debbie and Iris have said that really mm -hmm. resonates with me and just there's something about just enjoying the journey. I know we say that a lot and it kind of sounds a bit cliche, but the, to me, what came up there was not being attached even to the outcome of what you're working towards. Even if you've set something up to look forward to, enjoying the looking forward to and allowing for that thing maybe not to happen. I know people who've booked holidays as an example who know it may not happen. They may not go to Hawaii later this year, but they've booked it because they want to feel that sense of looking forward to something. And that's what's giving them energy at the moment. Maybe a little bit differently. Iris, I'm probably on the, a different, coming at it from a different angle than you is for me, what helps me get my energy back is pushing myself to say yes to opportunities that come up when there's when they come up and so I've noticed I've probably been more in the saying no space to try and just be and not put the pressure on and and all of this and so I think there's a balance or you know being able to discern when you might be saying no to something because actually in that moment you need something else or there's a boundary thing or even just me time is enough to say no and to take that pressure off and then discerning when you're saying no, because actually can't really be bothered and it's the easier thing to do to just stay in or whatever mm -hmm. it is that you, you know, you just don't fancy doing. Yeah. And so what I found recently to help me to get back out, I had um, somebody came to me and said, do you want to do a 10K? Let's do a virtual 10K. And on my honest reaction in that moment was, oh, I don't know, it's raining. Is it going to, you know, will I be able to go out and train? And so many questions. And I just said, no, just say yes. Just say yes and see where it takes you. And that's got me out running. It's got me seeing new places. It's, that was the second thing that I was thinking about is just changing something up. It doesn't really matter what it is. And it could be really small. It could be just going for a walk and taking a different route. I think, you know, often we're creatures of habit. We just do the same thing. And when we're in that routine all the time where we become a little bit stuck because we're not creating new things for ourselves. So even just changing up, you know, where you go for a walk or how you get to the supermarket will help to bring in more of a beginner's mindset. And what I mean by that is you'll notice things and you'll be curious mm -hmm. because they're not the same things that you're seeing every day. And that in itself can be a platform for re-inspiration, get you thinking about just changing a perspective. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks for sharing, Laura. Joanna, what, what got you out of your, I don't know, dip of mojo, <laughs> your mojo status? <laughs> yes. I love what everyone has said because I am actually borrowing ideas now just hearing what you guys are saying. This is awesome. I'm similar to Laura in that I, I think after I've entered um, this new motherhood era, it's, it's very hard to get myself uh, start doing something like it's, for example, after a long day of caring for the baby, it's very tempting to just sit on the couch and chill and not do anything for the rest of the day until, you know, until bedtime. And then that whole thing starts over again, the same thing rolls over and it just come, becomes like day after day, same thing. So that in itself, it was what kind of caused that dip in mojo for me. So I needed to get myself actually just take that little bit of action. That's a little different from what I did yesterday, for example. So recently I've started uh, looking into something different to do at nighttime. And I participated in this 21 day challenge, a fitness challenge with a friend kind of keeping each other accountable. So just to shake things up a little bit. And I think it's cool because it it helps me uh, stay focused on this particular 21 days. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do something different these 21 days. And I have somebody that I need to be accountable to as well. So that helped me have something to look forward to. Uh, which is great. And another thing I started is hand lettering, which is something I never really attempted before, but was always kind of interested in. So I started looking into that. It's actually very therapeutic, to be honest. It kind of takes me back to like grade school where I was copying letter one after the other. It helps me get a good night's sleep too, which is very, very needed for a new mom, uh, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So yeah. I it's, do, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you you definitely do. I know. I, I think just shaking things up a little bit, taking that little bit of a different approach to each day just helps help me get out of my slump, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe you can continue on there as well. So if you're, if that has come up with uh, one of your particular coaching clients, but you had to kind of help someone through it, is there a particular approach that you use? Or is there any kind of tips or resources that, that you could share as well that, you know, helped help others as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would recommend, I would actually really recommend the book, The Atomic Habit. That one is a recent read of mine. I thought was really interesting because it talked about doing something for two minutes a day for a consistent, consistent period of time mm-hmm. will actually create a new habit. So two minutes is so easy to find, in my opinion, like every day. And uh, if you are able to just set yourself that goal and do that for, like, say, 21 days or however the period of time is, then you have yourself a new habit. For example, if your goal um, or what you want to do is to read more, I just say, and you just read one page a day or a couple pages for two minutes every day before bed. And then there you go. You've accomplished that goal. It's that feeling of accomplishment that kind of keeps you going. I think that concept itself from that book is very interesting. And I've recommended this to my clients as well to try and have seen, you know, great results just to see how accomplished they feel. And then they feel like, oh, I, I am a person that can change my habits. I can adopt a new habit and they've created a new identity for themselves. And therefore they feel more motivated to tackle bigger things in their life. 
Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'll, I'll put that on my reading list as well. It sounds super interesting. And who knows what those two minutes lead to, right? I, personally, I always find it most difficult to get going in the first place. Yes. But once, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do something and you're at it and you're actually enjoying it, who knows where two minutes might lead to. But there, again, exactly. there's no pressure because two minutes is, you know, two minutes is the goal. Mm-hmm. So um, that goes out. Okay. Atomic Habits. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Debbie, do you have anything that you'd like to share of what you do with your coaching clients or something? Any any tips or resources? Building on what Joanna said, it's it's the baby steps. It's the small steps people need to take. I think sometimes people want to make a change and it, it's something so big, but it's that is overwhelming in itself. So it's about the baby steps, about the two minutes a day, just getting that as Joanna said, that sense of accomplishment, doing something simple, even if it's just tidying up a kitchen drawer, if you want to sort of declutter your house, it's not trying to do the whole thing and building on the energy from, from the baby steps. And another thing is also to look at our own health. If, if you're tired, if you're not eating right as well, it's yeah, just to take a look inside and, and do some self-care as well. Mm. Yeah, there's this uh, this nourishment um, topic coming through that Iris mentioned earlier as well. And yeah, great. Thank you. Iris, do you want to continue? Yeah, I I, I felt that uh, most of the things um, covered so far also has to do with the, with the doing, right? Mm-hmm. Habits and whatnot. And, and I think uh, a lot of times we do want to do that. So maybe I'll balance that with something that the, the doers, the people who are activators and myself am one who are always doing things who actually don't have problems starting things most of the time. I think for, for people like that, we may want to counterbalance that with some, some being, some slowing down and reflecting more. I was saying, and it could be journaling. It could be getting back in touch with what used to inspire you and really relive that moment, re-experience that moment. Um, so once maybe a bit of a story, once I was with a client and also a friend of mine who moved away and she suddenly felt that she lost her mojo. She sacrificed many things to move to a new country, but she felt that, wow, like I'm lonely and this is not what I asked for, it seems. So what we did was uh, really getting her to relive some really like a peak experience in her life, uh, a time when she was, uh, for example, traveling. Just having experience that help her reconnect with things that are important to her. And then I think that can just like give us a jolt of energy. Uh, it's kind of like mm-hmm. restarting your car in a way, like jump starting your car. And then you can kind of just almost it's it's a way just like going out for a run or doing something physical. Like it just shifts your body chemistry, your brain chemistry. And then you can now look at other things with some more fresh perspectives and motivation. Mm-hmm. Get, get yourself that dopamine hit. Yeah. <laughs> that bit of feel good. Uh, it, it does make a difference the physiology mm-hmm. it's not just about the psychology mm-hmm. so um and people can obviously do that um by themselves as well or on their own by kind, kind of like journaling and, and relive that is that what you're saying or is it more of a guided visualization journaling guided visualization and even just for example, like Joanna, you've talked about the, the calligraphy, right? Like it just connects you with beauty 
right? You get to appreciate something really nice mm-hmm. or what Laura does going out for a run and that community, having a friend with you, it is just a different dynamics. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Laura. Yeah, I love, I want to build on the idea of reliving the experience as well. And whether you're kind of thinking back to a peak experience or you're trying to imagine an experience that you want to feel. So if you're feeling kind of unstuck, you know, mm-hmm. really just close your eyes and imagine the experience that, that you do want to feel and who are you in that moment and and tapping into those senses. So sometimes we often, it's, it's true, we kind of think about the actions and the doing pieces and we don't tap so much into what that feels like. So the questions you can ask yourself, like, as I am, reliving this experience or imagining this experience what what am I thinking what am I feeling what am I hearing which is always a weird question I like people find that a weird question but really if you you know maybe it's laughter you're hearing maybe it's just relaxation that you're hearing you know you're kind of putting yourself into that space and really getting into your gut senses and intuition to experience that so it can be quite powerful. And then the question you to ask yourself is if I change nothing right now, what will be then? And, and often where people go is I don't want to change. I don't want to stay where I am. I want to change because I want to feel this. Another thing that I've seen quite helpful for people, I think this kind of goes with what Debbie was saying is like baby steps, keep it small. And, and also what Joanna was saying around habits is do that with your goal setting too. You don't need to create a big audacious goal mm-hmm. to get somewhere. You might want to just choose a word that means something to you. Choose a short period of time to focus on that word. And it kind of becomes an intent, but it's also a reminder. So just as an example, my my word for January was move. I'm more of a beer, Iris. So yeah, I need some doing in my life. So my, my word was move. And I just wrote it up somewhere really visible. And that took me out on walks. It took me out running. It took me just to Joanna's point of building habits. It actually, one of the things that I did, which was tiny, was do like jumping jacks when the kettle boiled. So anyone who knows me knows the kettle boils a lot in my household. That's super smart. So like little things like that. So if you can just find your word and that that word might be a doing word or it might be a being word. Um, and it's just your reminder for that time to just, just to remind yourself because life gets busy. So it's very easy to kind of forget what you are focusing on, really. Yeah, totally. Perfect. And uh, I, I know you're an avid tea drinker, so you've done a lot of uh, jumping jacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you've already put some really good um, coaching questions out there uh, into the world. And I kind of want to open it up to to everyone. Maybe let's do a, a quick fire round of just pepper out some coaching questions. You know, something that people who are listening in right now can reflect on to kind of get their mojo back a bit. There's no limit to this. So you can just, you know, fire ahead, uh, go around, and that will hopefully bring a bit of yeah, something to reflect on uh, for listeners. What what are some typical coaching questions you would ask uh, people to find their mojo back? I can start with one. Great. So a lot of times I think we might be thinking about goals and we got intimidated by it. So a question I would offer is uh, to ask, does that goal still make sense? Mm-hmm. Given your circumstances right now and 
why is that? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Okay, first, quick fire round. <laughs> <laughs> quick. <laughs> oh. I'll jump in. What is possible for you when you find your mojo again? Mm, wonderful. What makes you What makes you feel alive? What made you laugh or happy as a child? Do that. How do I want to feel at the end of the day? And who do I need to be in order to feel that way? Mm. What would your future self thank you for doing this week? Anyone else? Great. I guess that's a, that's a, a lot to reflect on and some, some deep questions. I hope everyone brought a, a journal, pen and paper along to write these down. Lots of, of good stuff to reflect on. And I think that's nearly the end of it. I think we have like one more question to go for. And that's like one thing that will, you will do this week. Well, let's actually um, move that a bit closer. Like there's one thing that you will do either today or tomorrow that will spark something alive for you personally, Joanna, Debbie, Iris and Laura. What, what will you do to get a bit of mojo back? Run a different route instead of doing the same old one all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Debbie. I think the next time that I have the urge to do something spontaneous, I'm going to do it. Okay, great. Let us know what that is. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, Laura, you actually inspired me to think about this, <laughs> uh, get this new idea, which is to, for hand lettering, because I'm supp- still copying each letter, I think I'm going to skip to the end where they actually show us the entire word and I'm going to copy the word. It's much more fun <laughs> than doing the letters. So I'm going to do that because I, I, I can be very orderly and structured. So I, I want to be spontaneous this time. Okay. Cool. Iris. So for me, music always jump starts me. Sometimes I forget that. So I think I'll learn a new song. Learn a new song, what to sing or to play or? Uh, oh, to sing. Yes. To yeah. sing. Yay. Yeah. Just performing it energizes me. Okay. Where can we see your performance? <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that. <laughs> I do have one recorded, by the way. I'll send that to you. Then. <laughs> oh my god, it's recorded on <laughs> no, just on my video. So see, like we want to do little things. I recorded yes. it on my laptop. Yes, for fun. Yeah, wonderful, perfect. And I mean, that poses the the question um, to everyone who's listening in right now. Was like, what are you committing to either today or tomorrow? Maybe even today, not tomorrow. Everyone can say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. It's like, what are you committing to today? to bring a bit of uh, spark and mojo to your life. And on that note, we're we're done. We hope uh, everyone's got a bit of inspiration out of this, a lot of mojo. And uh, we're looking forward to everyone's comments on social media to see what this has sparked. So uh, thank you everyone for uh, tuning in, for sharing your expertise today and your tips and experiences. And I'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Thanks, everyone. Bye. Yay, that's it. So, what's the one thing that you will do today or tomorrow that brings a spark to your life? If you'd like to chat about any of the topics mentioned today and explore how working with a coach can help you find your mojo back, 
and more, then book a free coaching session with Iris, Joanna, Laura, or Debbie. Simply go to coachme.global forward slash book. That's coachme.global forward slash book. Until next time, stay healthy and curious. Nadine.